We'll do it live. Okay. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. I can. I'll write it and we'll do it live. Fucking thing sucks.
My headphones don't work. My headphones aren't working. Mm. You're just working, Joe. I can hear everything perfect. Perfect. That was Miko Brando with a song called PTSD. You're going to give me uh, PTSD. Oh. That was from the album Lemonade Lemonade, but this, uh, not this weekend. Maybe it's this weekend. I don't know. August 18th, there's the Miko Brando CD release listening party. Plus, it's Jamie Parker's birthday. Wow, uh, Plus, dude, potluck. What? Is this loud? Uh, yeah, I get your, your headphones don't work, but mine do. That is so, yeah. this Friday, August 18th at 7.30 at Riverview Studios uh, in Bordentown, New Jersey. Don't you muffle me. Sorry, that really does hurt. You want some headphones? Here. No, I Plug gotta, in. I'll figure it out in a second. Plug in over here. Stick it in my jack I'll over here. I'll figure it out in a second, friend. Um, are we getting any people on there? I see some errors. Uh-oh. Yeah, and it says we have listeners. That can't be right. <laughs> oh, well. What? You'll get that up. Oh, jeez Louise. Uh, I'm Joe Galupo. That voice you are hearing through the megaphone is that of Jason Wallace. We are also joined by the ambassador of, of, of good vibes, Janet. She's here. She's got microphones. What? Yeah. There you go. You're on over there. You're also sporting some really nice shades. Shades saved my life most of the time. Yeah, you're pretty much, pretty much the hero. Yeah, Walt, Walter from The Big Lebowski was nice enough to give us all of his shades. He has his own line of sunglasses. Yeah, so I almost forgot that we do this. And, um, I almost forgot that we were actually... Yeah, there's definitely something wrong because it says we have way more listeners than we usually do. Uh, which is scary, you know? Just like Electric Avenue is when you, when you first wake up. <laughs> like if you wait... So this, is, this is second morning, so it's just kind of... Yeah. This, whole, this whole past hour has been kind of out of body. Yeah, there's nothing like waking up at 7.30 at, at night and just jumping right into some Electric Avenue! Anyway, you're listening to Live from the Dining Room. A show with music in it. Uh, Jay is whittling a, a new circuit board. Uh, funny thing about Jason Wallace is when he walks down the road, the lights flicker. It's true. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, and we're good. In the meantime, we get the internet started back up. Oh, um, it hasn't dropped out. Yeah, but but the, look look at the volume. What? Look at the volume. It's not see the thing. It's oh. just stuck there. It's weird. And it says we have nobody listening now. Huh. Ah, whatever. Nobody listens anywho. Should I restart this? Yeah, you may as well, right? Yeah. All right. So no one's listening live. You're definitely not listening. That's uh, all right. We'll wait. Uh, we'll wait. Uh, we'll wait. Uh, All right, now it's back online. Cool. Hopefully Sorry, guys. Sorry. <laughs> uh, beautiful things happening here tonight. 
Um, what is happening here tonight, Jay? <laughs> Nothing, right? We're here. We, we, we didn't guest it up today, did we? No, we're not. That's cool. Oh, would you stop? Don't download. Uh-oh. No. Just go away. Government? No, it's Apple. Oh. Apple? Apple! Thing. Uh, I was listening to, um... The company with the shit post Steve Jobs. It's true. Yeah. Good old SJ. Hey, you're back. Welcome back. Thanks. I was in Black Wax in Pennsylvania. Not you, the listener. Oh, hey, what's up, listener? <laughs> I always think it's about me. I do. Um, I want to apologize to anybody I talked to last night or yelled at. Why? I was feeling really... I was feeling good. Where were you? Um, played a show at the Bourbon Suite. Where? In, uh, oh, the beautiful Bourbon Suite. In New Brunswick. It's a house. Uh, played a house show. Um, Mr. Mr. Ben Petty of Man Dancing threw a, a show at... Um, Someone else's house? At Steve, Terrianne, and Chelsea's house. Oh. And, um, and Steve played for Man Dancing and... Uh, Evan from Rosie Bangle. I played, and there was um, there's a couple of touring bands from Lan Lancaster. Lancaster, or as they call it, Lancaster. No one calls it that. That's what they call it. Apparently, apparently people get, get offended. Lancaster, Lancaster, Lancaster. Like if you, if you if you go to Lancaster and call it Lancaster. I would think Lancaster is okay, but Lancaster. Wank, wankster. Wow. <laughs> it was, it was, um, yeah. Hmm. Yep. Oh no, here comes the cops. Alright, I'm gonna go, um, take this seriously now. Oh. So our phone line will be open oh. in a second if you want to call and insult. Uh, that phone number is 732-860-0599. Count to like a hundred, then give it a call. 732-860-0599. We'll have an Jay. insult off. Most of our listeners can't count to a hundred, so just count to like as high as you can, and then wait a little longer. Well, safer. <laughs> Am I doing it? Just brush your teeth. Brush your teeth, and then, and then call. Yeah, be your T's, and cross your dots, and and uh, put your put like stuff above your eyes. <laughs> Woo! I'm feeling like Ric Flair. Me looking um, like him, like old Ric Flair, like. Smell like, like um, too. Like, at, like I'm feuding with my daughter, Ric Flair. Like modern day Ric Flair. Now that was like in like the like mid to late 2000s. No, that was he was recently. No, like this is real life. Cause like his daughter and, his, and her boyfriend at the time beat up Rick. Oh, that's great. Yeah, you know about that? See, I always think <laughs> stuff like like that is backstory though. No, but this was like way before she had a career. She was just a a, a North Carolina junkie or whatever. Oh, an NCJ. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gotta love them though, they're good people. I mean, I don't know about SCJs, but those NCJs. Good breed, you know? Good heads on their, on their shoulders. I don't know. What you eating, pizza? No. Pizza is the gift that keeps on, um, uh, they keep making it. Oh. Uh, and you can get it from a lot of different places. You can get it from uh, Rocco's Pizza in Avenel. It's very good. Very delicious. It's all right. Ooh. This is, this is what I'm talking about. So we're gonna kind of play uh, songs, I guess. We'll just let it all ride through, but... Yeah, we're actually not gonna touch any anything. Any buttons? It's all set up. Ooh. We're gonna talk for a lot of amount of times. Yeah. And we're gonna let music play and then come back and talk for a lot of amount of times. Yeah. Well, I mean... It's gonna be real bridge burner. To a barn burner? A, uh... 
Uh, what do they call those church holes burnings. that you dig and like you poop in them, but then light it on fire when you're done? Church burnings. Right. <laughs> um, next on the playlist, we still got a few minutes, uh, but the band Iswan, who will be playing. They got two shows this month. Yeah. Uh oh. No, that's from my phone. Oh, it's from your phone? Yeah. Sweet. Uh, um, away. They'll be playing um, at the Milford Dairy Bar, which is where I was just um, at. There you go. And it was, it was so nice. Um, Saturday, this Saturday, at 7 p.m., that would be... Uh, what day would that be? August 12th. August 12th. Uh, Iswan will be playing with cephalopods and their allies at the Milford Dairy Bar, uh, 307 West Hartford Street, Milford, Pennsylvania. Great place. It's right on the road. It's outside. Can't say enough about them, them peeps. Also, a little later in the month, August 25th, that's a Friday, at the Clash Bar in Clifton, New Jersey, Ice One's going to be playing with Kiska, Red Hymns, and Prolaya. Oh. I would have said something different. (laughs) Pray, Leia. Lay, prayer. Yeah, uh, Clash Bar's another great one. Uh, We've we've talked a lot of good junk about about that place. Good junk. I don't know. <clears throat> so, I was listening to um, uh, Papa Reese. He has a, um, you may have heard on the show before, but he has a podcast himself now. No, he doesn't. His mouse does. So he manages a mouse that has a podcast called Maple Morez Shrewsbury Professional Mouse Detective. Uh, and it's, it's, it's really good. It's like old time radio, but then it's like kind of, kind of raunchy. You know, I mean, it's not. It just smells a little bit. But, <clears throat> I don't know. Maybe if it's alright with Jay, <clears throat> later on we'll, we'll play some old-timey radio for you guys from uh, from Papa Reese. I think uh, he, he's really good at what he's doing. He's finding it. You think he's going to care if like we play the whole thing and then post it with our podcast? I, I asked him. He said whatever. Okay, cool. So, because I think this is going to be less than two hours based on the times that I'm seeing. Yeah, no, we can totally throw it on there at the yeah. end. Maybe we'll get him on the phone, too, to talk about it. Maybe we can get his mouse friends on the phone. Um, maybe we can, uh, I don't know. You know what the point of music beds are? The rock never stopping. It never stops. This, this is a nice one. Steve Cab- Caballero? Caballero? Yep, that's it. Off of their album. Congratulations. <laughs>
<laughs> that was Dan Shields. The Farty Party. Uh, live from the dining room in studio performance. Before that was Rocky in the chapter with Overthinking. Off their album. Hey! Hey there. Hey. Hey. <laughs> and before that was I Swan with Steve Caballero. Off their album Manipulations. Manipulations. Yeah, um. Come on. <sighs> this is live from the dining room. You're broadcasting live from diningroomradio.net and maybe almost Facebook Live as well. I'm about to do that. What? Why not? You're Facebook Living me? Well, not the video, just audio. Oh. That's a thing now. Oh, yeah. Honk I your can't, horn. I can't see that stuff. Honk, 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 honk your horn. Honk your horn. <laughs> Use uh. all use all the, the, the bells and whistles. And yes. I hate us now. Why? Well, I always have. So, it's cool. It's like a hate Boy. love. You know? It's like quest love. Um, I don't... I don't see the... Hey! Um... <coughs> Last two meals. So... Oh, man, I've been reading. Turns out I can't read bunch of words I don't know. Tons of them. So, you know. English words? Yeah. I, well, I don't know. I don't know them. Oh, you yeah, know I don't them, even I know them. I'm like, this one sounds Polish. Yeah, I really... I don't know. What? Half the fun of reading what? is just making up your own words, you know? Yeah. No, I actually know how to read. I just didn't really know what to talk about. But there are people out there who don't who don't read. You know, I want can. to... Um, you want to read? I want to learn another language. But, like, not a practical one. Just French. You know, it's not really practical in this country to learn French. Yeah. It's a good language, though. I want to learn Klingon. Well, that's less practical than French. I think you win. Yeah. Klingon's cool. It's very abrasive. It's like a, it's like a German woman. Pretty much. Yeah. What? It's like a German woman. Because the, the German language is very abrasive as it is, but German women are very, like, you know... Soundy makes sounds. I'm sorry to all the German women. You're lovely people. I'm sure it. I'm sure you're lovely. I'm sure all you people out there are lovely people. I'm sorry. Oh, really, I seriously am. Actually, truly sorry this time. So Jay, what are you doing over there? Nothing. Yeah, you um, you know, it's kind of hard. To, you know, it's kind of hard to have a conversation when you're just surfing the web over there. Yeah. I keep getting confused. I'm like, is everything broken? No, it's Al Gore, you know. Because I want to talk to you, man. I want to talk to you. What do you have to say? I don't know. What do you got? You got anything, any life advice or findings from the road that you like to share with me? Hmm? No. I just want you to talk more because I people are sick of me. Is that even that's true? Yeah. I'm positive people are sick of me, though. No, no. They're probably sick of that, of the air horn. It's not an air horn. Or an air raid siren. The police. So, uh-huh. I mean, tell me why you you picked uh you, you made the set list. Tell me why you picked that Dan Shields song. I like party. it. Yeah, me too. Me too. Why'd you pick that Rocky in the Chapter song? I like it. Oh, yeah, it's a good one. How about that Ice One song? Why'd you pick it? Really like it. Yeah, they're all good ones, aren't they? Shoot. Oh, co- shoot. coming back to the shoot thing. Yeah, shoot. It's cool. I'm trying to curse less. Yeah, you know, there's this thing called like, uh, like self-respect. Uh, um, I don't have it. Yes, but you're, you're, but, 
but you're from New Jersey, and like we curse a lot here. That's yeah. like culture. Yeah. Well, I got a pork roll, egg, and cheese in Pennsylvania. In Pennsylvania. Cocksucker, right? No, no. In uh, in Port- Pennsylvania, up there though, up yeah. there in PA. Yeah. And uh, y- your brother Robert Paulson was Bob- like Bobby. He was like, um, they're, they're not gonna have it. And I'm like, dude, we got this. And then we ate it um, next to the river, next to a brook. You know, if you've ever been on a brook, it's like a smaller river. It's like a, it's like something you read, but you had an R, and then it's different, and there's an E at the end. Like I said, words. There's words I don't know. There might be words you don't know. Jay, what's a word that you recently figured out what it meant? Peachy. Hmm? Peachy. Peachy. That's like slang, though, right? Peachy Like peachy. Jay, no, you feeling peachy? Peachy's a feeling, right? It's not a color or a flavor. Uh, my 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 friend Henry used to live in um. Stroudsburg, Pennsylvania mm-hmm. is a college town mm-hmm. and there's a Wawa nearby there. So I'd stumble to the Wawa sometimes late night and the lady there would always every 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 guest I'll as peachy. she checked him out she would say thanks have a peachy day. Oh god. And I wanted wow. to throw my coffee in her face. You see? Have a peachy day. I wanted to throw my coffee in her face in the worst Dude, way. Dude you're so beige from that statement. That, Jay, this statement Jay, made you, you beige. Are you a quick check guy then? Do you appreciate people giving you the hard stare as you're walking out? No, like, I honestly think Wawa coffee is the best Wawa in is the America. Best. I, don't, I don't even care if that's not genuine. Yeah. I'm happy she went out of her way. She went out of her way to, to say a word that to you could have hated. I did hate. I yeah. still do, in fact. <laughs> have a peachy day. <laughs> I'm going to say that to you every time we talk now. Uh, beige is one that I realized. It's more than a color? It's Yeah, it's a feeling. It's way more than a color. Yeah. Feeling beige. Beige. They're looking a little beige. Looking a little beige. If I knew how to spell it, I would look up the definition. It's like siege, but with a B. I never know where to put the I in words like that, so. See? No. No. This one. B E I G E. Yeah. Yeah. Alright. A pale, sandy, yellowish, brown color. Right. Oatmeal, khaki, biscuit, coffee, cafe. <laughs> a poem. Mid-19th century, <laughs> denoting a usually undyed and unbleached wool, woolen fabric of this color from French of unknown ultimate origin. Yeah, that's beige. That's beige. That's beige. Un, unbleached woolen fabric. So it's more than a color. I've felt like that before. Yeah, I've felt like a usually undyed and unbleached woolen fabric like on many occasions. In the summertime. Um, type in page, beige. Page. More, more than a feeling. More than a color. <laughs> yeah, let's see what happens. Let me. I want to. I want somebody to just be like beige. More than a color. Is this something like you? Beige came? by Chanel. Yeah, that looks like a thing. That's like a it's s- channel. Stupid it's a smell. That's a smell. Um, no. Silver is the new beige. <laughs> what does that mean? Oh, silver is the new beige, the official boring color of everything we loathe. Sweat. Well, he's right. A silver Buick gets pretty annoying. <laughs> you know what my what? favorite seashell is? Don't say it. The ones that look like, um... Oh, okay. <laughs> no, the ones that look like, uh, um, old lady fingernails. Oh, yeah. You know those, those ones? Um... They're called old lady fingernails, I think. Ooh, type in that, Jay. Let's figure out what they are. Um, seashells. By the seashell. Seashells that look 
like old lady fingernails. <laughs> I need a shower after that statement. I'm afraid of... Uh, I'll see. Pinterest. Seashell ideas on Pinterest. Mermaid nails. Go down. Go down. Mm. Go. Nope. 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 Just go to images. Click on images. Well, this this weekend we we, we found out that there's bugs oh. that, that look like just like little walking pieces of fuzz yeah. and or carpet and or mold. They're called cookie cookie crumb bugs. Bread. Bread crumb, crumb bugs. bugs. Jay, type it in. Bread crumb bugs. All right. This is real. So, like, every time you, you think you have a bug on you, and then you're like, oh, don't worry about it. It's just a piece of lint. Or crumb. Like, start worrying about it. Crumb has a B. Whatever. There it is. This thing? Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. They walk around, so they look like a piece of lint. Like, that's exactly Are they like a hermit crab? Like, they just, like, just move from lint to lint? And at first, no. you think it's like an ant who, like, you know, or got an a uncle. nice Whatever. Or an uncle. Well, let's figure out what it, what's, what's its deal. What's the deal? This is a page. <laughs> Are you feeling beige? You didn't live. It's like a, this is e as equally as annoying as a stick bug. Now stick bugs are cool. No, they're not. They blend in. What does this blend in with? Like a, a blanket? Why did this happen in evolution? I want to so know the, that. So they're related to spiders. What? Spitters. Oh no! Never mind. They're not related to. They mm. feed on spiders. Um. Elizabeth says, we just encountered two of these while camping near Port Dover, uh, Ontario. Ontario, on Lake Erie. Amazing little creatures. Thank you for your explanation. We were really puzzled by this walking tiny breadcrumb. Stay beige, Elizabeth. <laughs> uh, gotta make her sound a little more Canadian. Uh, Anna says, I've been trying to find out this is a walking breadcrumb. <laughs> is, and I've been trying to identify it for days. Uh, it's, it's like, thanks to you I have to really help me. Also, I know that this little creature will not harm me. <laughs> Stay beige, Anna. Oh. <sighs> Is that voice too much? I guess it's better than the Trump impersonations. Quarter better. He's doing all weekend. You doing Trump impersonations all weekend? Didn't just me, me and Robert Paulson on the way up. Bob. Me and Bobby P. Uh, and, and, and Janet went up, up to the lack waxen. Wait, was, everything was everything was nice. I say I can't do it. It's it's naturally going away. It's a good, it's, it's good. a good thing. It's like a it's like a virus. It's natural progression. working its way out by itself. Right? Isn't that what happens? Um, what, what else do we have music wise going on? Um, this is this Friday. Cool. This Friday, August eighteenth. <laughs> Cook Douglas the Vaughn. Or next Friday, whatever. Uh, Cook Douglas Devon's original text featuring Invisible College um, at the Scarlet Pub in New Brunswick, New Jersey. Uh, there's people going Hosted online. By Caroline Romanelli. Yeah, uh, you should go to that. It's a good place. Um, let's see if there's any reviews that I can read. <laughs> um, what do you think? What do you think? What do you think? What do you think? Um, go, to, go to the page? Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. I love reading reviews now. Me too. I found this voice to rock or debt. Why? Um. Um. Why? Wow, nothing since 2012. Good. Oh, really? Oh, that's we gotta end it. Let's do it right now. We're gonna. Excellent. Right? I'm gonna give it a fiver. I'm gonna give it an excellent. Okay. Um. Now remember, you're doing this under my name, so like, be like sort of reasonable. All right, I'll just say what you would say. Okay. Uh. LTJ. <laughs> 
in parentheses, that means love this, John. <laughs> I type really slow, so I gotta catch up. <laughs> but this, love this means love this, John. <laughs> yeah, that's it, man. That's it. I'm sorry, guys. Wait, you are talking like me. Okay, keep going. Uh, straight lit fam. Sorry. Ah, I'm beige. We'll do it later. I'll do it under my name so I can actually be a person. I'll just rate it excellent. Boom. Okay. Boom. <laughs> oh, old Franken Schoolhouse. Excellent. Done. Yo, go review something, right? Yeah. Give me a fucking excellent uh, for fucking Art on a Night Trenton. I believe in that. Perfect. We got a minute 34 to kill, so. You're listening to us in the dining room on a Monday night. Broadcasting from FEMA headquarters. That's pretty obvious. Um, man, I had a good weekend. I'm really wiped out, though. I'm, I'm glad we're just um, sitting here playing some tunes. We don't have any of those pesky in-studio performers in here. Them pests. We should work on somebody from next week. Huh? Let's work on two people for next week. Two. Alright. Okay. Fallon and Dan Shields. Fallon and Dan. I still gotta still gotta wait back uh, to hear from an artist or two. That I threw dates to, so we'll be alright. We have dates with artists. They're like tea time it's like tea time um, with our favorite people. I guess after this break though, we'll give uh Papa Reese a call. We'll talk to him a little bit about Maple Murray Shroudsbury Professional Mouse Detective. Sounds good to me. Which is available on iTunes. Uh it's iTunes podcast. Maple Merez Shroudsbury, professional mouse detective. Moose detective. Uh, mouse. Moose. Uh, okay. That's it. Uh, don't type in moose, because it's a mouse. Um, but you get it. Jay, Jay is so charming. He's charming. He has to do stuff like that. Listen, um, can you spell uh, Merez Shroudsbury for M -A -U -R -E -Z. me? M-A-U-R-E-Z. Um, S-H-R-O-U-Z. Z B R R Y. I think this is the Should Vons. I link it up into the episode description? Sure, this is the Vaughn's with Santa Cruz. Author album Santa Cruz.
Hello. Fabrice. My yeah, speaking. Who, who my, is this? My manager. This is um, this is Joe Glupos from Live from the Dining Room. Help, hello. Oh, Joe, Joe, how are you? I'm well, are you? I'm here with Jason Wallace as always on uh, Monday night. Oh, Jason. And uh, hello, Jason, how are you? Gorgeous. Doing great. Yeah. Awesome. And the ambassador. Oh, I love those horns. The ambassador of, of good taste is also here, Janet. Hello, Mr. Reese. Oh, Janet. Hello, Janet. How are yes. you? Doing very fine. What are you up to tonight? Oh, you sound like me. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, we wanted to talk to you because we wanted to, uh, we wanted to play Maple Marie Shrewsbury, professional mouse detective. That's pretty good. Yes, right? that's pretty correct. Good. Oh, dude. Yeah. So, um, some, it's something you've been talking about for a long time, and you've been working on for a while, and um, absolutely. And and we've played it on the show. We've talked about it on the show. You've been on the show multiple times, of course. Um, as uh, as Papa Reese and Reese Van Riper, and um, and also as um, just uh, just a person. Yeah, uh, a lunatic. Is, yeah, basic lunatic. So today you are Papa Reese, the the manager of a mouse who has a yes. podcast. Now, now Reese, question we had in the dining room: Is it a mouse or a moose? It's a mouse. Oh, it's absolutely, one hundred percent a mouse. I show a hand job now. So, <laughs> um, a little later in the show, we're gonna play a uh, part. Uh, we're gonna play season one, part two, which is the newest episode of Maple Moret Raspberry, which is available. On iTunes, um, oh, bless your heart, um, which is great. It was great to see. Um, it's it's really cool to see it up there because I've you know over the past like you've heard so much yeah, about it for the past year and I, a half or so. Yeah, I've been getting like all these pictures and drawings of like all pictures these mice of really and, scary alchemical notes that say this is about a mouse detective. Yeah, because <laughs> exactly. nothing makes sense. You don't want to read it. It hurts your eyes actually to look at it through the picture. Right. Yeah. I mean, but yeah. other than like a, a few, a few, um, I guess. Um, uh, off, off tasteful jokes that that yeah. you, that you make. Of course, naturally, this show could easily, could very easily be um, a children's show or something for like a ninety-year-old man. Yep. Yeah, a lot of people ask me if I watch Rick and Morty, and I usually say no because I've never seen it. Right. But I've seen really funny things about it. Mm-hmm. But yeah. uh, I mean, you, yeah, it, it could. I would love to make like a children's book since a lot of my friends are having kids now right but like a children's book but like a little bit more pc mm-hmm. but the original idea came from uh greg Infante, my drummer of reese van riper yeah who's just a sicko yeah he he's a weirdo that wears women's heels because he's a blasphemer yeah he def- um, he is the epitome of like um just well when, sin. He, when he got drunk he would uh turn into a mouse detective that's what he would say you're like, what's wrong, Greg? You look like you're thinking about something. He goes, oh, I'm on a case. I'm on a case. I'm like, oh, Greg's just a fucking weirdo saying this, you know? Oh. But in reality, he was he was literally a mouse detective, and we nicknamed him Shrousberry. <laughs> uh, and Greg basically and I were drinking and smoking weed on my porch, uh, talking about Shrousberry's world, because I wanted to write something at least, right. you know, do a little podcast or something. I didn't know it would turn into something much bigger than it, it, it like was in the beginning mm-hmm. but uh like for example in the second episode or in the first two in the first episode he doesn't say a word until the end you know right but what he says is something greg told me he says okay if shrasbury's gonna talk this is the only words he's allowed to say you know uh-huh. and i was like 
how am I ever going to make that work into oh. it? So like that'll intrigue people to listen to. That it, makes sense. That know? makes because sense. Because it does make it does fit in, you yeah. know, with the but you have to have the story to make it fit in. Yeah, yeah. And and I think it's it's come a long way since the the first um the first little um audio uh things that you threw together. Um well, thank there's you. there's a lot more there's a lot more I guess a music that you create in the background. There's there's a lot more atmosphere. Yeah. And um uh, at, at first, it was it was very old timey radio. To the it was almost inaudible sometimes because of how <laughs> exactly high, high pitched the crackling. Oh. I added the crackling in the background, but yeah. at the end, I just edited the. Uh, you know, I, I messed around with the EQ right to that, make it sound like an old school radio show. Well, if anybody who's anybody listening or anybody who, who's ever um, been to Watson uh, Watson Run uh, Watson House Run Recording or whatever. The hell it's called Venom Park. Watson Run Recording House. Watson Run Recording House. I'm sorry. Uh, knows, it's okay. I don't care. Knows that it's like a it's it's a uh, it's, it's like a little world once you put those headphones yeah. on. And um, you literally put on the headphones and you're in the ninth circle of hell. Right. Right. But it's whatever your circle is, you know. <laughs> exactly. Everyone's got different circles. They do. They do. Google wants to control those circles. Yeah. And stay away from them. That's right. All them zeros. Yeah, but the reviews were good, and I took a lot of uh, like uh, a lot of notes and a lot of criticisms that I got, mm -hmm. and I tried to make it better in the second episode. And apparently, the second episode was a lot more coherent. I heard that from a lot of people, mm -hmm. and uh, so I decided on the fifteenth of this month because every episode comes out on the first and the fifteenth of every month. What about uh, in February? What's that? What about in February? What's February? The shortest month. Is that a month? It's the shortest month of the year. Well, that's the first and the fifteenth. We still have the first and the fifteenth. I don't. Know, I think they skip over the fifteenth. Yeah, there is no first. Duh. April Fools. Is there? I don't know. Oh yeah. Math. February, January, February, March. But yeah, that's a month away. It can't be April Fools after February. <laughs> <laughs> what are you stupid or something? You can't wear white after. Come on. Labor days. All right. Well, all right, enough of Chip. Um, Chip's not here no more. No, nah, he's dead. Yeah. Like that whole fucking show, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, a bunch of losers, a bunch of zeros. <laughs> Catching sharks on the ocean. Go ahead. Yeah, shark hunter. Oh, I just saw Jaws this weekend. Yeah. Again. Did you? So great. Were you like in a pool? No, I was. I was on a couch, and I just. That's like the newest thing, right? Watching Jaws in the pool. Is that a thing, oh, really? A bunch of your friends. Yeah, now it's a thing. Now, uh, yeah. pot, pothead swimmers. Like exactly. To, they like to race. Smoke some weed, watch Jaws in the pool. It'll yeah. be fun. Race a shark. A holographic Seven shark. girls never seen again. <laughs> With the queen coming to town? I don't get it. Hey, oh. <laughs> oh cannibalism <laughs> joke, you know. Well, if they come over to my house, they disappear. Yeah. Old but, school uh, tongue-in-cheek. That could be Shrewsbury talking. Shrewsbury, there he is. Um... <laughs> no, the, the show. Um, I I, I, sh I listened to it probably like three or four times since you sent it. Well, well thank you. That's how much I listen to it too. I, I have to listen to it because I'm not only a narcissist, I'm also extremely critical of myself. Mm -hmm. So it it brings me pain and pleasure every time someone listens to it. Right. Well, the narratives are great. Um, I think the fact that you added more <laughs> narrative. Um, oh, thank you. Really builds the atmosphere because mm. you you know you. you you're a poet, Reese. You know, as, mm. much as, as much as you try to be scary, you're actually really beautiful. So, well, thank you very much. 
don't know if you try to be scary. I think that's a byproduct of your beauty. I think it's just like the insanity that comes along with me. Like I'm, I'm kind of like a person on Tourette's, you know, yes. on Tourette's. Um, it's like a drug for me. I take it. It's a bridge. In, you know? It's a bridge in France. <laughs> you know, I'm like, Tourette's. Oh, interesting. <laughs> They moved it to London. They moved it to the <laughs> Did Justin Bieber get carried over that one too? I hope so. Yeah. Uh, didn't he? He quit music. He quit his tour to uh, find God. Oh, God bless him. I think that's what happened. Hope he goes to fucking Africa and gets malaria. Oh, well, it's better than going to Hollywood and getting molested. <laughs> like Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> bless his heart. Like all, like all the kids, man. It's horrible. That's what. See, that's what's happening though. All the pop, all the pop stars are losing their goddamn minds because they realize how messed up everything is. But around here, we have shows about mice, and and a music scene. Exactly. Yeah, and a music scene that's not uh, sh- like just unbelievably shrouded with uh with horribleness. It is shrouded with horribleness, but there's other people out there that that go, no, that's wrong. Well, you see know? Illuminati. It's like <laughs> yes. that's what they do. Of course. Oh, jeez, all those guys. But that's the thing. That's what Shroudsbury's great. Uh, like in the next episode, the second episode. It goes into the story of the three blind mice, right? Yeah. And I wanted to name the characters of the brothers that are the three blind mice because Shroudsbury has them in the show, of course, because all the famous people live together. Yes. You know, it's ba- Sugarloaf is basically like Hollywood for mice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's where I'm meeting all these mice, you know, to manage them. It's like the village in in um, in, in uh in, in Scientology. Yeah. It's like or village. like Christopher Street. Yes. <laughs> Street. Anyway, cheers, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Um. Uh. You can follow uh, Watson Run Recording House. Um. You can you can visit WatsonRunRecordingHouse dot com. Um, yeah. Find out, find out more about some of the musical projects that, that you've been part of and um, involved in, and also the. Uh, you might even see something from Joe Galupo up there. You might even. Uh, we 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 did a couple things. Yeah, we did a couple things. I've been. I've been looking on my external hard drive, which uh, right now is uh, out of commission. I have to give it to the Geek Squad to recover the uh, files off of it because it's not turning on. It's clicking, and it's giving me a heart attack because not only do I have the next episode of Shroudsbury on there, I have Joe Galupo and a lot of other music that I've made in the past on there. Yeah, some, I can't lose that. Some stuff by Andrew Lang, uh, Ed Brissano. Mm-hmm. Who else? You did a nice job with the website here. We got some Andrew Lang, Ed Brissano, some um, some Drew Baruti, some Evan Luberger, who I uh, played with last night. Evan, he was great. And yeah. Then I, and then I like pretty much yelled at him for like two hours about like uh, <laughs> good about he like, deserves sign- to be yelled at. You know, I thought he would be a great Shroudsbury to play like like a like if we put like a nose on him and we did like a character kind of thing like that, you know, and shot it. I think I think he would be a great Shroudsbury. He's got the face for it. Yeah, he's he's a handsome devil. Yeah, he's got that Nick Cave face, you know. Yeah, that's right. Mmm, very beautiful. <laughs> it's raining, man. I'm feeling beige. Um, that was that was weird. Nope. Um, what else we got? Hey, Janet, how are you? Good. Good. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, right. it was it was it's in the day. I was being called Janice last night on purpose, so I, I you know. Janet I Joplin. I was I was telling people I'm Janice like the Joplin, and yeah. uh, and uh, oh no, I'm I'm sorry, J- Janet Janet like the Joplin and Janice like the Jackson, just to help them out. But, One of the two. Yeah. 
good. I'm in dream state today. It's pretty nice. I had two two mornings, two breakfasts. Um, wow, that's scary that you just said that. What breakfasts? <laughs> I felt like I got triggered somehow. <laughs> two mornings. <laughs> yeah, triggered to eat some Taylor ham straight out of the fridge. Hey, hey, Jay Wallace, you want to hear something funny? I don't know if I told you this last time that I was on the air. I'm not sure, but uh, you know that I'm actually related to Edward the Longshanks. Get out of here. I'm not kidding. My dad, like, went crazy and uh, did all the family history. And uh, he went into all those genie sites, got, like, the blood test and everything, and he got a whole list of shit. It's pretty intense. So, you know, I love you. Pretty in pink. But. You know? But. (laughs) (laughs) There's no but. It's just, I love you. Just don't kill me. What's happening here? Are your um, your ancestors mortal enemies? Well, he's a Wallace. You know how that goes. Yeah, yeah, I guess I don't. Um, Braveheart. Ah, of course. Edward the Longshanks. He was the the asshole. The asshole. You know what the funny thing is? My dad never let me watch that movie because it was too gory. And then when I got older and he told me, after eight years of not talking to him, he says, uh, that's why I never wanted you to watch it. It's because we were the assholes in it. <laughs> uh, he had no idea. It's all a narrative. I don't know. Really, I, don't, I don't know the historical reference. The, the historical uh, um, um, accuracies of Mel Gibson, the Jew hater. <laughs> Jesus, is he a Jew hater? Mel Gibson? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is he? Ah, uh, there's a bad. There's a bad piss in the river. Hmm. Is that what they say? Does the Statue of Liberty turn green after a couple of years, or what? <laughs> beige now. Statue it? Li- it looks green, but it feels beige. Mm. Beige is more than a feeling. It's more than a color. What what band do you have in today? Um, Janet. Yeah, Janet, the ambassador of good vibes. Janet of the X's. Janet of the X's. X's <coughs> and O's. Of the ages. Um, <clears throat> also, we can um, find... Um, uh, some some uh, can you give us some your Twitter links and uh, your other oh links yeah absolutely uh, Twitter is Shrousberry at Shrousberry and it's as, a good follow I like free tweet it every time I see it oh thank you <laughs> <laughs> I gotta like I'd see like Twitter for me just using it in general for the band and stuff like if you went into my past Twitter I have posted some of the worst things that anyone could ever post on Twitter. Mm. You know why? Because Twitter's not real and it doesn't fucking matter. Anyone who thinks it fucking matters needs to fucking grow the fuck up and get a job. Tell that okay? to our, tell that to our president. <laughs> Alright? Get to- in a job that's in the real world, not in the fucking internet world where you sit down all day and do fucking nothing. Yeah, go swing okay? a hammer for a few hours. Exactly. Yeah. Go swing a hammer, alright? God, break his sweat. <laughs> Oh man! Um, but yeah, the show comes out on the first and the fifteenth. There's a Facebook. That's Facebook.com/slash Maple Morez Shrewsbury. That's Maple like the syrup, Morez almost like Juarez, but with an M. And less violence. Yes, less violence. A lot more. Well, not more alcohol. That place is probably a shithole. <laughs> Let's be honest. And, well, that's um, just my mouth. No yeah. worries. Mouse, not uh, moose. Instagram is also Maple Morris Shrewsbury, though. And um, also, I guess the um, 
the, the first Monday after the first and the first Monday after the 15th. Um, we, you might be able to catch the, the uh, episodes uh, on our either the Live from the Dining Room pre-show or the post-show. Um, which, oh, that would be great. Which won't be recorded, but it will be live for any of the live listeners. Um, but tonight we're actually going to um, – this the episode will be – Will be archived if that's cool with you, Reese. That we uh, yeah, that's perfectly uh, fine. Whatever right gets out the there. word out about Shrewsbury and his legacy. <laughs> oh man, cool. There's um, also a donation page on the Watson Rum Recording House site. Yes, that actually gets you uh, features. Uh, I don't know what the features are right now because I made them up. No, I didn't actually make them up. I looked at a podcast that's actually reputable. Uh-huh. And actually knows what they're doing, mm-hmm. and I copied what they said and just changed around the words. So you're but gonna, hey, you're gonna, sue me. You're gonna offer swag? God forbid I try to make some money off my art. Yeah, well, it's art. Fucking walk around in the woods all day and I eat dirt and leaves. Leave me alone. <laughs> he does. And you call me at nine o'clock at night. <laughs> 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 oh man, uh, Reese. If there's one, um, if there's one. Th- um, do you have any recommendations on how the listeners should should approach listening to the to the show? Should they uh, should they Absolutely. Sit, should they sit down on the floor uh, Indian style headphones or headphones? What or I no? would say is you you find a comfy chair or you're laying down in bed. I like to lay down in bed and do it because you know you can kind of like alter. You can be like standing up, laying in bed too. It's it's easy. Just being lazy. Just be lazy. Get some headphones. Headphones are the key. Uh, Get headphones, put those on, pop those in, press play, close your eyes in a dark space. Can't be bright. You have to let your mind do all the dancing. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to let your the images pop into your head. You know, I put a couple of references of what the characters look like on the Instagram and on the Facebook. Oh, that's great. But whatever you th- whatever is created. It like creates its own world. It sure the does. footsteps that come in, that the wind brushing through. You can almost feel them walking side to side. Everything's panned that way. Uh-huh. Yeah, you know? no, I could feel you definitely you draw a picture. It's literally mm. you, you have drawn pictures. Um, really nice ones. And you know what? They're not all the well, same they're not all the same style. You know, it's like kind of perspective based. Like some It's the, not like copy and pasted to be the same scene. No. Everything's different. Yeah. That's the challenge in it because, like, I, I produce music as well, obviously. And with that, you can cheat really hard. Mm-hmm. You know, you can make every course the same exact thing and just change a little thing at the end. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And people think it's different. But with this, like, you have to follow the story, you have to be the footsteps, you have to. You know, gracefully walking across the stage. You know, you have to hear the step, step, step. Can't be, you know, too fast. Mm. You have to follow the flow of the speaking too. It's very important. It's it, it pulls me in. There's a lot. I'm looking at the pictures now. There's a some of them are are pretty pretty nice, and the others are very very inappropriate. It's very good. It, it's perfect. <laughs> well, it's exactly you. it's exactly what the show is. Um, it's, it's, it's like, oh, that's so nice. And then there's something so inappropriate, but then you're like, but it, it needs to be that way. Yeah. It needs that's actually to. somebody's mother listened to it and was like, it's really great. Sometimes it's really inappropriate, but it's, it's okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I was like, that's cool that it's okay. I mean, nowadays in this world, people see worse things. Now. Yeah. Like little kids <laughs> are seeing worse things on TV 
you know, and, of course. and if they just hear it. I mean, it's one thing. Yeah, they might go around and they might say some of the words or whatever. I mean, I mean, for instance, uh, for the listeners, we don't say any racial slurs or yeah. anything. One of the characters we, name the is the only Plotson. racial slur is cat. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's no um. There's nothing that's uh, inappropriate as far as nowadays. Except yeah. For, except for just some no world breaking shit. Some sexual innuendos and you know. Well, there there is sexual innuendo, whatever that's called. Um, <laughs> there are because Shrewsbury is a mouse that's been frozen for fifteen years, right. gets thawed out, and he's probably like fifty. Who knows? Probably fifty, something like that. Right. And everybody knows. And he's hooking up with a, a mouse now. I, I mean, I'm not going to spoil anything. You know, delete that. But yeah. uh, I don't want to spoil anything. But that girl. That's in there as well. She's pretty young. Yeah. You know, yeah. We refer to them as pinkies in the show. Right, right. The the prostitutes, the prostitute mice. Yeah. The yeah. prostitute mice, they're pinkies. Yeah. Because no. that's like a word that people use who kill mice by feeding their animals of snakes. Ah, beautiful stuff. I don't want to give away too much of it. And uh, we do got, you know, we do want to play the episode and maybe squeeze in uh, another couple songs at the end of the show. So, um, oh, absolutely. Reese, man, thank you so much. Um, we're going we're gonna to play that. In just a little bit, so you can stick around and, and listen to it again, and maybe you look in the mirror while you're listening to yourself, and you know, jeez, that'd be fucked up. Be really narcissistic about it, and I don't know, maybe like post something, post a selfie, uh, you know, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. While it's happening, maybe a video of yourself looking handsome, you know, because maybe I'll fix my hair. Because you're great, kid. You're great. Thanks. Thank you, Joe. No problem. I've been really going crazy over this. Hey, well, I think it's great, and we're we're gonna. Well, that's all see, that matters. We're going to see what other people think about it. <laughs> yeah, let's see what they think about it. Papa Reese, everybody. Reese, thanks, man. Talk to you soon. No problem. Subscribe to it on iTunes. Will do. I'll see you, bud. Take care, Reese. Love you, babe. All right, goodbye, Janet. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Your voice really changed, Janet. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Why do you sound like that? That was a uh, Papa Reese. What a, what a guy. Um, mm, yeah. Rock never stops. In life uh, in the dining room. Uh huh. Yeah. What do you think, Jay? You wanna you wanna cue that up? Uh yeah, part one. Uh, uh, uh episode one, part two. Okay. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna jump right to part two. I think we played part one off air. One. Yeah. Um, I don't know. This we we'll do it at the end of the at the end, right? Do you want to do it at the end? Yeah. It's a half hour, so. Okay. So yeah, we'll in seven minutes. In seven minutes, stick around, ladies and gentlemen. Um, wait. Where are you getting seven minutes from? Uh, it's a half hour, right? A half hour. It's nine twenty-three. So that would be seven minutes. All right. All right. Uh, a little more than that, but we'll, we'll go to a music break now. We still we're here. We have all this. Okay. So it's more than seven minutes. Well, I mean, ten o'clock, right? Just math, math and stuff. I don't know time, Jay. Time doesn't make any You're sense. Very distracting to me. What? You're very distracting. Oh. I didn't know we were still playing the rest of the set list. We can get rid of it. All this music, all these awesome bands. Why oh, don't we, we play can that get rid stuff? of it. No, no, play it, man. It's we need gone. it. We need it. It's oh, gone. It's gone. 
Yes. So yeah, roughly seven minutes. Finally. One, two, three, four. Let's just count. Yeah, five, six. Everybody count to seven minutes Don't in their head. Do it. This is too loud. Too loud. All that she wants is, is, is just a... Uh, <clears throat> Just another coffee, yeah. Ugh. Jay, what'd you find out on the internet today? Today? Yeah. Um, peachy. Nice. I wasn't on the internet a lot today. Nice. No. What's what have you found out on the internet like a couple days ago? Order a new hard hat for work. Yeah. Yeah. And all, I found out there's a bunch of planets that are like having crazy storms right now. It's pretty cool. It's planets. Lucky. Those are like in outer space, the balls and things. Those flat disks in the in this in that in that water bath in the sky. <laughs> My new favorite thing is um telling everybody that the sun is fake. And then like or or telling them that um I don't know, just being myself. I mean, it's my new favorite thing to do. To be myself. I took my hat off. Why? While playing, which is really you were weird. Front, you were bellyaching about not being able to find that hat. Then you get it back, and now you're just taking it off. Yeah. I just chuck it. It's Well, it, it felt it felt right. I got this male pattern streak right down the middle, and um, because I'm a male, and prove so. it. Oh boy. That's a pecker. <laughs> uh, you're listening to Live from the Dining Room. Quick recap. We heard some Brother Octopus back there uh, before, we t- before we were on the phone with uh, Dreamer off the album See It Champions. You can uh, find more Brother Octopus on... This year's show, he was in the studio uh, a month or two ago, two months ago. He's from uh, he's from Canada, uh, Alberta. That was, that's in that's a gathering of musicians, yeah. by the way. Yes, um, Brother Octopus. Yes, from over in Alberta. They meet up at in the parking lot uh, after Oilers games. They go back to the cave, put down some uh, some some pucks pucks. Apologize. <coughs> oh. Uh, and before that, we had uh, Weekend Friends um, from uh, Portland, Maine, with a song called Crushed <laughs> off of the album Crushed. Uh, they come through here pretty regularly, at least twice a year. So I don't know if they're making their way through anytime soon, but I like the song, so I played it. Weekend Friends. And, uh, and, the, Va- and the Vaughns, before that, was Santa Cruz off their album Santa Cruz. Right. Santa Cruz. They're playing. Yeah, uh, the 18th, um, August 18th at the Scarlet Pub. Uh, I lost it. Is it a fraud day? It's a fraud day. It's a fraud day. We plugged it before. Yeah, I want to find it, though, just to get all the information out there. All right, we get it. The Earth is flat. Jesus Christ. Ah, Google. Giving us all that information that we don't want to see. I like flat coffee lids. I'm just going to go out and put it out there. Flat? Yeah. Like the, the rip... I hate that. Yeah. 
so leaky. Because well, maybe you're you're not driving as much anymore. No, I do, but you get your coffee and you keep it closed. You don't pop the top back until until you you're ready to drink. So it. then you chug until it. It's, it's like dr- shotgunning a coffee. No, and, so you, and then you drink enough of it so that you can put it in your cup holder without splashing, splishing all over the place. All right, August 18th at the Scarlet Pub in New Brunswick, New Jersey. That's that's 131 East Ave. Yeah. We have Cook Douglas, The Vaughns, an original text featuring Invisible College or Collage. I don't know. Yeah. It's college. It's uh, 8 p.m., 21 plus, $5 for the bands. All the money goes to the bands. Um, it is a Caroline Romanelli Presents event. Wonderful. Wonderful. See you all there. Um, also, uh, it's just the dome lids, you know, the round dome lids. They, I feel like a, I feel like a child drinking out of one of those, those sippy cups. It's not like that at all. It's just like that. You're <laughs> I feel like a... I feel like a, like a um, what you gotta do, Joe? Like a mouse? Here, Joe, look. Trying to push the ball. There's a little you know, air like bubble a... up top here. Make it a little bigger. And then it, it, there's good flow. Just poke That's a little pen in that little air hole for for suction. So now it just flows right down. No. Ew. 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 Get his neck move. <laughs> so maybe he's so beige. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness. This is the final minute for just us on air. The show's going to continue for at least 30 more minutes. Oh yeah. Perhaps a little more than that. Mm, um, maybe. Mm-hmm. First thing you're going to hear is a song. We don't have the title for it. Mm-hmm. That's this, all, all, this, as far as we can tell, it's called Track 6. It's called, it's called Surfing on My Devil Board. Okay. Yeah, it's called Surfing on My Devil Board by the Smoking Robins, who are an internet sensation. Um, 2011's... 2011's um I don't know who's in it the Beach Boys (laughs) (laughs) they're they're the the Beach Boys of 2011 oh man and then stick around for Maple Marais Shroudsbury episode 1 part 2 also available on iTunes just click on the episode description of this episode and all the Maple Marais Shroudsbury information will be right in front of you to click and enjoy that's right (sighs) I forgot that we forgot where you can find this part whatever who cares In the beginning of time, there was man. And man sinned. I don't check my argument, and when I do, I don't check my blood spot. I eat lunch and I jump in the pool immediately, immediately. I pronounce manatees, manatees when I eat sushi. I use a fork. I take out the garbage. Barefooted, barefooted. I can get a piece of glass in my foot. Then I'd have to get stitches.
colors from my waist when I do my laundry. I feed the animals in the zoo when I want. I don't follow the five second rule or the six or even the seven. I lie when I play categories and I steal the monopoly. Do not pass go. and gentlemen this is dr fly and you're listening to watson run recording house's brand new podcast the adventures of maple morris shroudsbury professional mouse detective now friends let's go visit our old friend albert twatson assistant to the master mouse detective maple morris shroudsbury himself So good to see you, my friend. Well, it sure is swell to see you too, Detective Twatson. Hey, tell us, do you have some time to spare to finish that story about your master mouse detective friend, Maple Morez Shroudsbury? Oh, Dr. Fly, that's a very dangerous thing to ask around an old mouse. <laughs> <laughs> of course, oh. for you and your friends, of course. Oh, Come inside. well, thank you. Come inside, hey. Well, thank you, Detective Twatson. Please, have a seat, have a seat. Don't mind if I do. So... When we left off, you just freed Maple Mraz Shroudsbury from under a thick sheet of ice and walked out into the windy streets of old Sugarloaf. What the hell happened after that? Well, luckily for us, we made our way out of old Sugarloaf successfully and made it back to my flat around 2 a.m. that night. None of us could get much sleep, so we took to the streets early that morning. Ah, yes, I can remember as if it were yesterday. Such a strange headline in the paper. Papers, papers, get your papers here. Maple Morezzi found under a thick sheet of ice. Could the master detective be back? Or is it just a hoax by a failed detective? Read what the ministry wants you to know. I say, what rubbish are they peddling now? I don't know, sir. I can't read myself. But I did hear a man who purchased it laughing with a group of his friends. Apparently, a report's come in.
A failed mouse detective recently kicked off the police force, apparently found the master mouse detective, Maple Moray Shroudsbury, who went missing after the tragic death of his fiance uh, 15 yes, years yes, ago. Yes, I know, I know, boy, I know the story. Thank you very much, I'll take the paper, thank you. Uh, how much for the paper? Three grams. Three grams? Yeah. Is that the price we have to pay for information nowadays? Listen, you want the paper or not? Yes, three grams. Do you have it in your heart for a tip, sir? Yes, actually, I do. Here's a tip. Learn how to read and better yourself. <laughs> now, let me read this paper. Maple who, question mark? Maple Mush Raspberry found under a thick sheet of ice. Uh, could Val Mouse Detective be back? Or is it all a hoax by a failed mouse detective? My God! They're trying to slander my name! Quick, Maple! Ma Maple! Maple! Shrewsbury, where are you? Twanson began to panic, and he threw his newspaper on the ground. It was the first time in 15 years that Shrewsbury walked the streets of Sugarloaf. Though no expression came across his face, his eyes were glazed. Not that familiar alcoholic, deranged glaze, yet a glaze that comes over the eyes of a seven-year-old lost in the snow, so cold that the eyes water and stream down the face. And as he struggles to take in any of the frozen air, those very same tears create an icy pool Help in his eyes. Shrewsbury was Help disturbed me. by the low quality of life mice were currently please. living in Sugarloaf. Rotten cheese being sold at the market. Hench mouse thugs hey, checking purses. Let me see that. And pinkies prostituting themselves hey. for money. Different than what you remember, Morris. <clears throat> <clears throat> Pardon me, little one. Oh, no pardon needed. I like it when a mouser pushes me around. For a gram of swift, I'll let you play in my chatter. And I'll let you push me from behind until you glow, too. For the love of Gouda, you're not but three steps, Pinky. I know. And think about how tight it is. Wait a cotton-picking minute. Isn't that the great... Maple Moret Shroudsbury? The pinky was starstruck. Her tiny mouse eyes now saucers. She stood fixated on Maple, who at the time was in the middle of the act of thievery of a terribly molded piece of cheese that a street merchant was peddling. For five grams a chunk, his face expressionless, his eyes glazed over, vacant, yet so intensely locked on to the eyes of the soot-covered female gypsy mouse. A strange low-toned moan emitted from the diaphragm of Shrewsbury. His eyes slowly slid to the left of his tiny mouse skull while inspecting the dark figure hiding behind the beaded curtain. The vendor was visibly shaken, like a maraca full of fear. Funny enough, she was emitting the sound similar to a maraca for the tiny mouse feces that were shaking inside of her. Morez raised his dusty, matted paw 
and with his long, yellow, non-manicured fingernails, plucked a chunk of badly molded cheese, like an owl plucking a field mouse in the woods at midnight. Suddenly, the tall, dark figure emerged from behind the beaded curtain. Shroudsbury's eyes then rolled to the back of his skull. The figure began to shout, and while doing so, Twanson then turned his attention from the horn pinkies to the seven-inch thug henchmouse who began screaming and threatening oh, Morris. Dear. I'm a In an act of desperation, Twanson ran towards the henchmouse, who then raised a club over his head to smash over Shroudsbury's tiny mouse skull. As Twanson dove to tackle the henchmouse, Shroudsbury let out a thunderous sneeze. <laughs> Shroudsbury's acidic snot blinded the henchmouse. Twanson speared the thug and brought him down to the ground. Connors raised his fist to pummel the goon when he noticed the mouse's face was melting off, revealing the bone structure in his face. He screamed repeatedly at the top of his lungs. My face! Mala, help me, my face! Twanson. Absolutely horrified by the henchmouse's deformed face was shaken and immediately lowered his fist and quickly jumped to his tiny mouse feet in fear of getting any of the sneering snot on himself. Dear Gouda, what a horrifying scene! Twatson turned to Shroudsbury, <clears throat> who now stared at the disfigured mouse, then turned his cold gaze to the fearfully appalled Twatson. Maple then lifted his cane, pointing towards the pinky whore that was now fleeing the scene. Uh, uh, that pinky whore! Watson turned and scurried after the prostitute and pinky. Shrasbury, however, walked into a bar across the street. The pinky dodged this way and that, trying to escape the panting Watson, who was struggling to tell the young fugitive. Halt! Quit evading at once! The pinky, now half a block ahead, turned down the alleyway. And as she looked back to see if Twatson was still in pursuit, she chuckled. <laughs> and as she faced forward, she instantaneously collided into what felt like a brick wall. The pinky flew into a pile of garbage in the alleyway as she turned her gaze to what she crashed into. There, miraculously, stood Maple Morez Shroudsbury with a full thimble tankard of whiskey. The pinky was stupefied rubbed her eyes to be sure of what she saw. Morez then brought the stein to his mouth, took a sip, and burped. The pinky then spontaneously passed out. Twatson turned the corner down the alleyway as Shroudsbury cradled the pinky's unconscious body. But ow! Shroudsbury said not a word and walked back down the dark alleyway till he reached the back door of the bar he turned into before. I say, what are we doing in this den of iniquity? We should be turning this holic into the proper authorities. Shroudsbury ignored Twanson's constant bitching and propped up the pinky's limp body in a curtain booth. With a stern look, he motioned for Twanson to sit on the opposite side. Maple then got up and walked to the bar and repeatedly slammed his tankard on the alcohol-soaked surface until the barkeep mouse stood in front of Shroudsbury and shouted, What? What the hell do you want? Shroudsbury furiously stared at him and held up three of his decrepit fingers. The bar mouse timorously backed away from Maple and quickly fixed him his three requested drinks. Shaking, he pleaded, Here, here you go, boss. I, I, I don't want no trouble. 
Strasberry took the drinks on a server to the booth where he left Watson and the young unconscious whore. He ripped open the curtain, placed down the server, opened the unconscious Pinky's mouth and scooped a small pocket of the powdered snow from his left shoulder into one of the drinks and proceeded to pour the concoction down the Pinky's throat. Vomit blasted out of the Pinky's mouth like a geyser, inevitably covering Twatson in the sick. Absolutely abhorrent! Why didn't you warn me, Moran? Strasberry slightly chuckled. I must use the lavatory at once! With haste, Twatson stood up and rushed to the bathroom, trying to hold back his own vomit. Strasberry then sat across from the Pinky, who was now coming to her senses. Shroudsbury smirked, struck a match, and lit his pipe. Please don't hurt me. I didn't do anything. Honest. Shroudsbury looked skeptical. This, this is my first day out on the streets, I swear. Shroudsbury motioned with his pipe for her to continue. I'm so sorry, Master Shroudsbury. I'm so ashamed. But I'm so Strasberry puffed his pipe and raised his eyebrow. It's my baby sister. First it was my parents. Now my baby sister is missing. Strasberry, visibly bored and annoyed, taps his pipe on the table to grab the sniveling Pinky's attention. When she looked up at Strasberry, he smacked her in the face. Oh. No. No, you're right. Crying won't help me find her any faster. <coughs> but maybe you can. Mm-hmm. Okay, so four days ago, I was woken up in my family's shack mm-hmm. a few blocks from here by what sounded like a window breaking. <coughs> I peeked my head out of the hole my sister and I shared mm-hmm. to see what it could have been. Mm-hmm. It was too dark to make anything out. But I saw two figures enter my parents' room. Mm-hmm. That's when I heard my mother's muffled scream. <coughs> and I immediately grabbed my baby sister and hid under our matchbox bed. The curtain pulled open to reveal a wet and vomit-stained Twatson. That's a likely story. It's the truth. Trousberry slammed his fist on the table and stared through Twatson's soul. Surely you don't believe this nonsense, Maple. The front door of the bar hall swung open, knocking a glass to the floor, causing it to shatter. All right, where is she? Last booth on the left, and be careful. She ain't alone. Don't worry, we can handle it. Oh dear, it seems I've made a terrible mistake. Shroudsbury stuck his head out of the booth and saw the two henchmouse making their way towards them. He looked at Twatson with intense anger. Twatson nervously smiled as beads of sweat dripped down his forehead. That smell, that's the smell I remember from that night. Mm-hmm. Morez's ears perked up and hopped out of the booth. He assessed the situation turned back to Twatson, who was guarding Elma. Maple glanced at the back door and nodded. I'll take her back to the flat. And for Gouda's sake, Maple, do be careful. Shroudsbury smirked as Twatson and Elma escaped through the back bar hole. Oi, would you look at that? The eyes have seen a ghost. Thought you were dead, Morez. No matter. 
We can fix that right now. Shroudsbury, with his eyes closed, tapped his cane on the ground thrice. The smaller of the two henchmouse was wheeled in a chain, and the taller, a knife. The latter lunged at the elderly detective, who sidestepped and extended his cane to trip the first assailant, who landed on its large mouth's nose. Shroudsbury turned to find the former wildly swinging his chain while screaming at the top of his tiny mouth's lung. He flung the chain at Morez, who knocked it out of his direction with his cane. The latter, now back to his senses, grabbed the knife from off the ground and again scurried towards Morez. Right as the former again tossed his chain that then wrapped around Morez's cane, Shroudsbury could hear the latter scampering closer and closer. Maple tugged at his cane, pulling the chain, and in turn the former directly into the cold, sharp steel of the latter's blade, which was originally meant for Shroudsbury. Free of the chain wrapped around his cane, Maple scurried to the front of the bar hole with a smile as the latter screamed. Shroudsbury! Shroudsbury enters Watson's hole above Sugarloaf's antique store. The moment he enters the door, he goes into one of his various inside coat pockets and pulls out his brown mint leaf pipe. He blows some dust out of the bowl and packs it with what looks like mint leaves. Twatson stood up from his leather chair and said, Thank Guna, you're right, Mabel. This is a smoke-free hole, however. Shroudsbury held up his paw casually in Twatson's direction and chuckled. <laughs> you're beyond help, Morez. Now, what's your name, girl? Twatson asked the pinky who was seated on a sewing spindle in his study. My name is Alma McLaren. Well, Alma, my name is Detective Dwarfson, and you obviously know my silent associate, Salisbury. <laughs> We're going to have to hear your full story if we have any chance of saving your kidnapped family. I fear it may be too late to save my parents, but I'm more concerned about my baby sister. I need to get back to her and find out where she is. Oh, where did you last see her? I left her at the trap door under a matchbox bed at my parents' home. You must bring us there post-haste, Alma. Who in heaven's name could that be? Twatson walked to the front of his mouse hole. Who is it? Ministry Secret Police. Open up immediately. Twatson looked at Maple, who made a motion to open the door. Twatson opened the door to his tiny mouse hole. How may I help you today, gentle mice? We know you have the girl, and we have a warrant for the arrest of Elma McLaren. How absurd! On what grounds? She's wanted for the death of her parents. My parents are dead? Listen, you don't want us taking you in for obstruction or harboring a wanted murderer, do you, Mouster Twatson? That's Detective Twatson to you, son. Detective Twatson, please. I don't want anyone else to get in more trouble. I'm not worth it. That's where you're wrong, child. No mouse is hopeless. And this is absolute rubbish. Listen, all we're doing is taking her in for questioning. Twatson, holding Elma close to his side, felt her drift slowly away from him as one of the ministry police grabbed her by the arm and handcuffed her. Thank you for complying, Mouster Twatson. That's Detective Twatson! That much disrespect! Ah, and you! Twatson shouted at Shroudsbury, who pointed at himself in shock. Yes, you! You're just going to let them take her? Shroudsbury shrugged carelessly, 
Some hero detective you are. You know as well as I do that there is something fishy about this. That girl is the key to this investigation. And you're just going to let her walk out the door in handcuffs? Shroudsbury acted like he didn't hear Twatson's insults and bitching and refilled his pipe, puffing out an assortment of smoke in the shape of snowflakes. Twatson <coughs> swatted at them. No! No, this isn't a time to get high, Morez. At this time, Shroudsbury had successfully tuned out Twatson completely. He found his focus, took a pocket of powdered snow from his left shoulder, and placed it on the sewing spindle table in Twatson's study. Maple went back into the various inside pockets of his maroon jacket and pulled out an ivory cylinder that he then proceeded to place inside of his nose and began snorting the powdered snow off the makeshift table. A jolt of energy entered Shroudsbury's body. He hopped up to his tiny mouse feet and checked his non-existent watch. What in hell of a dip's name are you doing, Morez? This behavior is strictly forbidden in this hole. Shroudsbury took Twatson's jacket off of his coat hanger and tossed it at Albert. Where are we going? With his hand on the handle of the whole door, Shroudsbury looked back at Twatson, smirked, and made his way out the door onto the snow-covered streets of Sugarloaf. Uh, I guess the game's afoot! The cobblestone streets of Sugarloaf, normally choked with liquid filth pouring between the cracks of stone, now bore another thick layer of snow upon the layer which fell earlier making a magnificent winter quilt. The filth turned to a gray slush, flowing into Sugarloaf's gutters and sewers, which now reverberated with a rushing river of miasma. All around them on the street, an ominous haze, a white fog of snow and steaming condensation as Maple Morris Shroudsbury and his cohort, Albert Twatson, flapped their tiny mouse feet on the crunching snow. Morez, leaving a cloud of snowflakes billowing from his mint-leaf pipe as Twatson struggled to keep up pace with Shroudsbury. Tails wagging and twitching, it was frigid. Yet Shroudsbury, the legendary mouse detective, <coughs> was still frozen inside and felt nary a bite of it. The sheer nature of his resurrection made it doubtful that he might ever feel true warmth again. My Buddha! The temperature has fallen drastically, Morez. Truly unusual weather has followed us everywhere since I found you. Mm. Do you even know where we're going, Morez? Do you have the slightest inkling as to where they might have taken Elma? Maple Morez turned only to give Twatson a slightly <laughs> wry grin. Well, I don't see how. Twatson was cut short as Maple Morez Shroudsbury took another few paces and wrapped his cane twice past the layer of snow and ice <coughs> onto the stone street below. The street was so quiet now, the sound did echo. Maple's gesture illuminated for Twatson's perception the sight of tracks in the snow, staggering tracks of a wounded mouse. Dagula, it seems whoever left these tracks was in quite a bad shape. We must have found the path that the henchmouse you fought took back in his impromptu retreat. Mm. Maple grunted in approval, putting one gnarled index finger into the air, pointing to the tracks, 
that led to a fire escape across the alleyway. In the top window of the darkened mouse tenements looming over Maple and Twanson, you could see the silhouette of two mice standing in a room. In the other window, you could see a smaller mouse with a bow in its hair. Inside the room, there were two hench mice standing in front of Alma, who was tied to a chair with her legs spread open and lifted as if ready to receive. Oi, just look at it. Looks like a present, wrapped up with a bow and all. Well, looking's all you're gonna do, because the minister doesn't want a hair touched on her head. Wonder why she's so important to him. Don't know? Don't care. I do the job and I don't ask questions. That's why I get paid, and that's why I'm still alive. You don't want to be poking around asking questions about the ministry and their affairs. That's how mice get disappeared. Disappeared? Yeah, disappeared. You'll end up a sacrifice in one of their ritualistic ceremonies. Well, I don't know nothing about that. All I know is, if that keeps dripping the way it has, I won't be able to hold myself back. A sudden crash in the alleyway alerted the mice. Hey, go check that out. The taller of the two hench mice walked towards the open window to inspect the ruckus in the alleyway. As he did, Shroudsbury, hanging upside down from his tail, grabbed the hench mouse and pulled him out the window, flinging him to his death. The smaller of the two hench mice turned to the window and noticed his partner was gone. Before he even knew it, Shroudsbury swung through the window and into the room. How in hell of a dip's name did you find us? Shroudsbury was silent as Twatson struggled to make his way through the window. Shroudsbury turned to Elma, who was still tied up to the chair with her legs spread eagle, pinky pussy dripping wet. Detective Shroudsbury, I know what you must be thinking, but now is not the time. Please help me get out of here. Shroudsbury, undo her ropes and I will apprehend the assailant. Before Twatson could finish his sentence, Shroudsbury ran across the room and speared the hench mouse. Twatson made quick work of Elma's ropes and got her free. As she jumped to her tiny mouse feet, she could see that Shroudsbury's fist was ready to pummel the hench mouse. She scurried across the room, pushed Shroudsbury out of her way, got on top of the hench mouse, and started pummeling him. You killed my mothers! You killed my fathers! You killed my sister! And now, I'm gonna kill you! Hit after hit. Her tiny mouse fist covered in blood. Twatson looked on appalled Elma, and pulled stop. Elma away from the stop. bloodied Elma, hench mouse please. corpse. Control yourself, girl. The three made their way back to Twatson's hole. Shroudsbury was alone in Twatson's study, puffing away on his mint leaf pipe as he heard a gentle knocking at the door. Detective Shroudsbury, mm. can I come in? Mm-hmm. I just wanted to tell you how truly grateful I am for trying to save me and my kidnapped family. Even though we were too late, I just wanted to thank you for believing in me when no one else would. Maple turned to Elma and slowly approached her from across the room. Both of their eyes locked onto one another's, a twinkle in each, 
Morez extended his tiny mouse paw as Alma placed her even tinier mouse paw in Morez's palm. They simultaneously tilted into one another's embrace and locked lips. Trifle, you scoundrel! You're old enough to be her grandfather, Mouse! I don't mind. If that's the case, then I'm sorry you wouldn't mind leaving the room for a few moments, Alma. I must talk to Shroudsbury alone. Okay, Mouse, talking. You two play nice now. I'm glad you think it's funny, Myers. Have you really nothing to say for yourself? Ever since I found you, you've said not a word. Are you unable? Or are you indifferent? <coughs> Show me your genitals. What? My God, you have lost it. Show me your genitalia. Must everything you do and say be so shocking and awful, Shroudsbury? Must everything you do and say be so dim-witted and simple, Connors Albert Twatson? Uh, how do you know my first name? I've kept it a secret for all these years. Connors Albert Twatson, an acronym for CAT. <gasps> In the city of Sugarloaf, the word cat was strictly forbidden and held upon the highest of cursed words. The things that I know about you that you don't even know about yourself could fill many a manuscript, boy. <coughs> and boy, the things I know. <laughs> now, show me your goody bits. Why must I do this? The only way I can trust a mouse is by having them show me their genitals. So, the question you should be asking yourself, Twatson, is do I want to continue being a failed mouse detective and the laughing stock of Sugarloaf? Or do I want to work with Maple Moret Shroudsbury, professional mouse detective, the greatest mouse detective of all time? Perhaps you'll even learn something, Watson. Well, you know the price. The choice is yours. Watson stood in the middle of his study, staring at a stern Shroudsbury. He went over again one last time the options in his head. Would he continue being a failure, or would he make this one sacrifice to work with the greatest mouse detective of all time? Well, if this is what it takes to do some good in this city, so be it! Twatson undid his triple X belt and dropped his drawers to the floor, fully exposing his oversized fuzzy self to Shroudsbury. <laughs> That is disgusting. Oh. Elma, Elma, get in here. No. You must see this. No, please. <laughs> and he's so small, too. <laughs> no! No! Well, ladies and gentlemen,
and gentlemen, this is Dr. Fly, hoping that you enjoyed episode one, part two of The Adventures of Maple Morant Shroudsbury, Professional Mouse Detective. Friends, if you haven't already, make sure to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. You could even leave a review if you'd like. From all of us at Watson Run Recording House, we'd like to thank you for listening. I'm Dr. Fly, and I'll see you next time on The Adventures of Maple Moran Shroudsbury, Professional Mouse Detective. This has been a Watson Run Recording House production. All right. There it is, people. <clears throat> the Adventures of Maple Marish Raspberry, professional mouse detective from the mind of Papa Reese of Reese and Riper. Check him out on Twitter, on Facebook, on iTunes, Maple Marish Raspberry. Subscribe, please. Give him your some of your attention. He's he's giving you some gold, people. Some some pure gold. Some some breadcrumbs and some oh, wait, uh, is some, that a bug? Some moldy cheese. Uh, you can listen to this episode and all of our past at diningroomradio.net. If I'm an iTunes, Stitcher, iOS podcast app, Podbean, Google Play Music, TuneIn, and other places. And don't forget, um, we are broadcasting live Mondays, posting the, that episode the following Thursday. So make sure to listen live to hear it early. Yeah, hear it early. Yeah, just listen to it and hear it early. I fixed mistakes in the, in the podcast version, so you listen live to hear me fuck up. Yep. I'm, uh, I'm Joe Galupo. Jason Wells. And uh, thanks for listening. This has been a Dining Room Radio Production. Production.